0: Hello v. how are you? I'm very well, thank you very much. Um, although I haven't been, I've had a massive headache all day. So it was a bit of a go slow today. Um, yeah, it's just the change of weather. When it changes from nice to rainy, it really affects me. So, yeah... Um, that's why this one's coming in out a bit later on in the evening because I I have, have to do my work later on. Um just when my head settles down, it's not good. Uh hasn't been good t- today really uh, never mind, never mind, not gonna moan. Um But what happened today? Taught the boys French knitting properly today. We did it properly and the boys got it which is really good. And we lit- listened to a bit... Well, we listened to all of Peter and the Wolf. That was fantastic. Da-da-da, da da It's very cool. And then we also listened to some stuff about, you know, the Neandergras stuff. He talks about... Um, uh, black Holes and how um, uh, Everest really isn't the tallest mountain in the world um, because if you, like, if you measure from the centre of the earth, then... Um, there there's I think there's somewhere in the equator some sort of mountainy thingy in the equator which is higher um whereas you know the um yeah, whereas everest there's only. Six kilometers. I'm getting this wrong, but something. But anyway, if you look him up, he'll tell you. It's like six blocks up. Something. Something to do with six. Anyway, um how, yeah, so it's all to do with if you measure it from sea level or something. Um so anyway, who's talking about that? And he also talks about um, if you got eaten by a black hole, what that would look like, it would basically, you'd look like a little bit like spaghetti, that type of thing. Um, it's very, he's a very interesting guy. You can find him on YouTube. Um, and, uh, yeah, he was a very cool guy. So, I, you know, he's very interesting. Me and the boys were listening to him whilst doing French knitting. Um, Yeah, so that's very good. All very good stuff. So, today, um, we're going to look at 103. Sonnet 103. Yes, let's have a look to see where we're at with this. Oh my gosh, my glasses are so dirty. So yesterday, we had a bit of an excuse sonnet... Which was okay, I didn't mind it. Do you know what I mean? It wasn't a bad one. It was a bit about, shush now, which was about um, the nightingale. You know, you don't want to keep going on and on because um, something to do about, you know, the nightingale doesn't sing all the time because otherwise it makes it a bit common. Do you remember? Right. So, a lack of poverty my muse brings forth that, having such sco- a scope to show her pride, the argument all bare of, all bare is of more worth than when it hath my added praise beside. O, oh, blame me not if I no more can write. Look in your glass, and there appears a face that overgoes my blunt invention quite dulling my lines and doing me disgrace were it not sinful then striving to mend to mar the subject that before was well for to no other pass my verses tend than of your graces and your gifts And more, much more than in my verse can sit. Your own glass shows you when you look in it. So, let's have a look to see what this is talking about. Come on, chair. All right. Alack what poverty my muse brings forth, That having such a scope to show her pride, The argument all bear of more worth Than when it hath my added praise beside. Alas, I'm a poor poet, Since even with such a great subject to write about you, the subject is worth more by itself than with my praise added to it um, oh blame not me, no, oh blame me not if I can no more write, don't blame me if I can't write any more. Look in your glass and there appears a face that overgoes my blunt invention quite, dulling my lines and doing me disgrace. Look in the mirror and you'll see a face that quite overwhelms my limited poetic skills, making my lines stupid and thereby disgracing me. (laughs) Um were it not sinful then striving to mend to mar the subject that before me was well it would be a sin wouldn't it if in trying to improve my poetry I messed up their subject which was perfectly fine before so you know it would be sinful to just because I was trying to get my poetry better I was trying to I would be um, I would be ruining the beauty of your face. <clears throat> yes, that's me snorting. Um, for to no other pass my verses tend than of your graces and your gifts to tell. For the only re- things I write about are your charms and your wonderful qualities. Um, um, yeah, it would be saying you want to do Yes, yes um and more much more than in my verse can sit your own glass shows you when you look in it and your own mirror shows you far more far far more of these than i can f- possibly fit into your into my poetry Oh, and so, um, for the only things I can write about you are your charms and your wonderful qualities, and your own mirror will show you far, far more of these than I can possibly. So yes, so your mirror is going to, more likely to show um, far more of the things that um, of these of far more beautiful things but also far more things they're going to show you you know a lot a lot more of the things on your face like wrinkles perhaps like imperfections but you know they're, they're going to show you much more things so what is this sonnet about this is another excuse sonnet you know, here he's. You know, here he. Uh, um, Shakespeare is saying that he's out of practice and he has writer's block. Only he doesn't have writer's block. He he's saying that he feels intimidated by the beauty of fair, the fair youth. You know, oh, blame not me. Uh, blame me not if I have. If I no more can write. Um, and. That the fair youth can always just look in the mirror for perfection Blech. um and he he's apologizing that his his verse is rubbish, which is yawn, yawn yawn, you know. he he says that look look in your glass and there a face appears that overgoes my blunt invention quite dulling my lines and doing me a disgrace so your beautiful face is quite a lot better than my dull verse so we're going down that line again where he's talking about how rubbish his poetry is so this is, you know, complete contradiction as Shakespeare is well aware of his talent so, you know, if there was another rival poet, we'd be totally aware of how fantastic his poetry is because he'd be telling us Um, so he's well aware of his talent um, especially I have to say in comparison to the fair youth's Virtue and faithfulness, let us say. So it seems like the fair youth has been raised once again up onto that pedestal where we're talking about your graces and your gifts. Yeah, he's talking about your graces and your gifts to tell. It's not a healthy sign. But then he, you know, then he is sort of talking about, he does remind him in that last bit how his poetry can talk, you know, talk about his beauty. Whereas in the mirror, the mirror just, the mirror shows him everything, the fair youth, everything whereas he talks about his graces and his gifts where his um where his own glass shows you more much more so it kind of reminds him exactly what he what he's going to get in his own in his own mirror it's clever it's very clever um yeah so there you go. But it's you know once again it's 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 Shakespeare um, saying I haven't written in a while. This is why I haven't written. It's not because I've been, you know, um, I've I've forgotten you and I've been seeing other people. Um, it's because I've had writer's block because you're so gorgeous. Rubbish. Um... It's because you're so gorgeous and I didn't know what to say. So, um, yeah, another one to try if you ever feel the need um, to do a text. This is another one to try. So, okay. Um, Right, next poem. Um, or poet, both, we're going to look at is somebody called, I love her name is called Kate Tempest and she's a new poet she's one of the new breeds of poets unfortunately that's not her real name her real name is Kate Esther Calvert it's still quite a good name she was born on the 22nd of December So you know what that means. She's going to get um, uh, Christmas presents and birthday presents all at the same one. I always feel so sorry for those type of people. Uh, 1985. Um, So she's an English-spoken... English-spoken word performer, a poet, recording artist, a novelist and playwright... So she's busy, busy woman. She went to stage school, jazz hands. Um, so Yeah, she went to this Brit school. Um, she won the 2013 Ted Hughes Award for Brand New ancient, Ancients. She's actually the poem that I'm going to read you. I don't think I've read you... Uh, Ted Hughes poem. I'll do that tomorrow. Um, and she's got this brilliant album. I'm not as like, sounds like I've re- I've heard it. I haven't, but it's called "Let Them Eat Chaos." I oh, what an amazing title! That's a fantastic title. And fantastically, her influences are Samuel Beckett, James Joyce, William Blake. And the Wu-Tang Clan. Fantastic! If you don't know who the Wu-Tang Clan are, you need to look them up. Okay? Wu-Tang Clan. Amazing! Right. So, this poem, and I love this poem. I just love this poem. It's called The Brand New Ancients by Kate Tempest In the old days the myths were the stories we used to explain ourselves But how can we explain the way we hate ourselves the things we've made ourselves into the way we break ourselves into the way we overcomplicate ourselves But we are still mythical. We are still permanently trapped. Somewhere between the heroic and the pitiful. We are still godly. That's what makes us so monstrous. But it feels like we've forgotten. We're much more than the sum of all. The things that belong to us. The empty skies rise Over the benches where the old men sit They are desolate and friendless And the young men spit Inside they're delicate But outside they're reckless And I reckon that these are our heroes These are our legends That face on the street walk past without looking at or that face on the street that walks past you without looking back or the man in the supermarket trying to keep his kids out of his trolley or the woman by the post box fighting with her brolly every single person has a purpose in them burning. Look again and allow yourself to see them Millions of characters, each with their own epic narratives, singing. It's hard. Oh, my computer's just died. Hang on, hang on, hang on. I'm going to start again, because my computer has just died, which is just... Wait. Right, I'm going to start again. Right. In the old days, the myths were the stories we used to explain ourselves. But how can we explain the way we hate ourselves? The things we've made ourselves into. The way we break ourselves into. The way we overcomplicate ourselves. But we are still mythical We are still permanently trapped somewhere between the heroic and the pitiful. We are still godly. That's what makes us so monstrous. But it feels like we've forgotten we're much more than the sum of all the things that belong to us. The empty skies rise over the benches where the old men sit. They are desolate and friendless and the young men spit inside they're delicate but outside they're reckless and i reckon that these are our heroes these are our legends that face on the street that you walk past without looking at or that face on the street that walks past you without looking back Or the man in the supermarket trying to keep his kids out of his trolley. Or the woman by the postbox fighting with her brolly. Every single person has a purpose in them burning. Look again and allow yourself to see them. Millions of characters, each with their own epic narratives, singing, it's hard to be an angel, Unless you've been a demon. The sky is so perfect it looks like a painting, but the air is so thick that we feel like we're fainting. Still, the myths in this city have always said the same thing about how all we need is a place to belong, how all we need is to know what's right from what's wrong and how all we need is to struggle to find out for ourselves which side we are on. Isn't that amazing? So now you can see why I wanted to start it again. It was just—it's uh, just an amazing poem, you know. And and you you uh, you kind of get that. I you know, I understand that poem because there are so many people who have been through an amazingly hard. Um, and difficult situations in life and you look at them and they have that kind of knowing and that understanding of themselves and that strength that inner strength and I can understand what that means you know, that kind of mythical heroic um, being you know, and it's hard it is hard, isn't it so I like that. I really like that. I think that's a really great poem. Really do. I think that's really clever. I think that's one of my favourites that I've discovered doing this. I really, really like it. Mmm, very exciting. I might have to order a book of hers and have a look through it. Thank you, guys. I wouldn't have ever found her, her without you. That's amazing. Ooh! Right, okay. So, tomorrow I'm going in to school to see the Year 10s. Oh, I hope they've done some work. I hope they've done some work. So, if you, um... Want me to say hi to anybody or whatever, let me know. I'm also going in for the last day of school, so if you want me to um, do anything for you for the last day of school, um, get in touch as well. I hope you're okay. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's funny, isn't it? It's Sort of, come, we're coming up to the um, last bit of term. Been very weird. Uh, so I'm going to go now you stay in um, stay well and stay gorgeous you take care, bye bye